Welcome to today's episode of When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's topic is Know Thyself, Recognizing Your Emotional Triggers. Guys, we want to talk about emotional triggers and how they impact our relationships because one of the things that I have discovered on this journey of being a love practitioner is one of the most powerful ways that you can improve your mental health and relationship is to identify your emotional triggers and work on overcoming them. So the first thing that I want to actually touch base on today is how does our past impact our relationship? How does our past impact our relationships? Every relationship that you've ever had, every relationship, whether it was platonic or romantic, influences the way you treat others and react to certain situations in the future. And over time, the more negative experiences that you have, the more ways that you basically start to learn to cope, right? Everyone's top goal should be to accept and love themselves so that they can heal from the past. But many of us don't have the right tools in order to do so. So although some people are, you know, dealing with these coping mechanisms and they deem that they may help in like the short term, they actually are truly detrimental to your well-being. Some mechanisms can even be sabotaged for your romantic relations. So let's go a little bit further. Whether you're aware of it or not, every person carries baggage and gets triggered from their past. And in a nurturing relationship, both partners can work to unpack that baggage together instead of letting it create distance between them. Emotional triggers are some of the heaviest things that people carry in their baggage. So you're like emotional triggers. What are you saying, Doc? Listen, let's talk about that. What are emotional triggers? Emotional triggers are hot buttons that elicit powerful negative emotions. Emotional triggers can develop from insecurities or times when others hurt you in the past. And so the reason why they're so troubling is that often make you react instead of calmly discussing what's bothering you with your partner. You hear me out? They cause a reaction from you instead of being able to have a discussion with your partner in a calm manner. Emotional triggers can cause people to react in so many different ways. And some responses could include like yelling, being mean, becoming closed off, crying, or even blaming. But no matter how you react to your triggers, the takeaway is that you're trying to cope with unresolved pain. So if your partner isn't aware of your emotional triggers, they could feel like your behavior changes without warning. They're like, dang it, look, you taking me on an emotional roller coaster. I don't know if you coming or going, okay? And so not only can your response to an emotional trigger be alarming to them, but they might think you just want to pick a fight for no reason because they don't understand the place of where you're coming from. This is why untreated emotional triggers can cause happy relationships to fail. So let's keep going a little bit further. Is that all right? What are the most common emotional triggers you say? Listen, although each person's experiences are very unique, there are some things, there are some underlining foundational things we all have in common. Once you can put a name to your emotional trigger, they become less daunting. So here are some of the most common emotional triggers in romantic relationships. The first one, 
your partner's exes. Hear me out. There are several different ways your partner's exes can cause problems. Your partner could still talk to them. You may not know much information about them or you could have insecurities about yourself if you compare yourself to them. Emotional triggers. Number two, your exes. Were you ever cheated on, lied to, manipulated, or ignored? If you were mistreated in past relationships, you may actually project that on your future partners and believe that they will mistreat you as well. And so these trust issues can cause you to punish them before they even do anything wrong. Emotional triggers. Number three, the past and future. Things that you and your partner did and said in the past can haunt your future if you have any fears about your relationship. If your partner ever reflects on the past or makes plans for the future, this could cause you to feel insecure or upset. Number four, affection. Relationships are supposed to make us feel loved, but sometimes our needs aren't met. You know, y'all know I'm talking real talk, right? Sex, affection, boundaries, quality time, words of affirmation, and other acts of love can all trigger a negative emotional response. Why? Because a lack of these actions also can have the same effect. We have to be very careful of our emotional triggers and be very open when we know and become aware of them. Number five, family and friends. It's healthy to have strong relationships with other people besides your partner. Let me say that one more time. It is healthy to have strong relationships with other people besides your partner. However, there can be some clashing or discomfort when you try to bring everyone together like holidays, parties, and other social events. They can become an emotional trigger if you or your partner have issues with family or friends, emotional triggers. So you're like, how can I identify my emotional triggers? I'm glad you asked. In order for you to overcome your emotional triggers, you need to catch yourself the moment you're having a reaction and begin to train yourself to respond in a healthier manner. The best way to do this is to pay close attention to your moods throughout the day And then begin to make note of any times where you feel negative. Starting a journal has tons of mental health benefits. I journal for so many different reasons. It is unreal. But if you notice that you've been in a bad mood all day, you can basically, with that journal, review what happened and try to pinpoint the triggers that cause you to feel unhappy. And so once you're more aware of your triggers, you can then take the necessary actions avoid them. And the last thing that we're going to talk about today is what can I do to be an overcomer of my emotional triggers? Well, I'm glad you asked. Once you've identified what your triggers are, you can start working on developing healthier habits whenever you feel negative emotions surfacing. So here are some steps that can help you overcome your emotional triggers. Are you ready? Number one, 
Recognize when you're getting triggered and shift your attention back onto yourself. Focus on breathing, calming your heart, and maintaining your composure. If you need to excuse yourself to avoid a confrontation, tell your partner that you need time to gather your thoughts. Number two, acknowledge that your feelings are valid and try to examine them. Who or what has caused you to have this strong reaction? Is your reaction unwarranted? Or is your partner demonstrating the same behaviors that have made you feel unsafe or unloved in the past? Mm. Number three, remind yourself of you and your partner's best qualities. Most emotional triggers occur when something minor happens and there's no real threat. Trying to stay positive can help you recognize that there's no need for you to feel insecure. Number four, communicate with your partner. Tell them what triggers you and why. Once they're aware of your feelings, they can do their best to help you feel safe and avoid getting hurt again. And number five, last but not least, Go to couples counseling, even in your relationship. If you need help communicating your emotional triggers and finding healthy solutions to improve your relationship, a counselor has so many tools to be able to help you to unpack your baggage and to work through issues in a very safe, non-judgmental environment so that you guys can begin on a journey of healing. I was having a discussion today with one of my colleagues that I sincerely believe that so many couples before they even get married should entertain the idea of allowing therapy, couples therapy to be a part of their wellness maintenance annually. Every year, get a checkup, go see your counselor. I feel like that this would be the greatest thing that we can do to sit before someone that is non-judgmental in an environment that is helped to and designed to help us build and foster healthy relationships. And I believe that when we go in, just like we do for our annual exams, um, it is a an opportunity for us to kind of like connect the dots and to see if maybe we've fallen off track somehow within a year. Don't wait till the things get tough and, and you're feuding all the times and so much seems that it's broken. I believe that this is the way that we can actually be more uh, preventative, right? And proactive to building and forging healthy relationships that are enduring and that truly can be long-term. All right, guys, this is a closing for When I Speaks. I thank you so much for tuning in. And as I always say, I'm encouraging you to do these things for yourself. Why? Because you owe it to yourself. All right. Until next time, you guys take care and thank you for all that you do and all of your support.